You are listening to the Two and a Half Weebs podcast, a show where two veteran anime fans drag a newbie down the rabbit hole of waifus, isekai, and fan service, as well as the happenings in the gaming world. The show is recorded every Sunday live on the Mixer channels of Comfamous and Mr. Vengeance. Enjoy. All right, Two and a Half Weebs. It's been a couple weeks. We missed a couple episodes. We're sorry. Um, but yeah, we are back at it again, bringing you the probably longer episode because it's, you know, six episodes of Konosuba, two episodes of Villain Saga, um, joined as always by Comfy and Topper. How are you guys? Good. I'm going. Comfy's not, not, so we're fine. not yet. Oh no, please no. Uh, so anywho, yeah, what have you guys been up to? Uh, yeah, my uh, school semester finished up this past week. Uh, Tuesday was my last day of classes. I'm literally uploading my last assignment right now because uh, I was just waiting on it to render out and then submit. So now once this goes up, then I'm done for the year of 2019. Nice. So that's cool. Here, you're done for the decade. Oh, oh man. Wow. Shit. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Done for the decade. Done for the decade. Yeah. Next decade's going to be so great, go too. You, you haven't been to school since long. Yeah. I mean, I, I can actually say that unironically. I can say that right now, actually. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we old. Okay. So anyway, um, lots of fun. I haven't really been doing anything out of the ordinary. Copper's been um, doing anything I interesting. I got a raunchy shirt past the censorship. That's oh, true. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he did. He made a really gross rare drop shirt, but it's probably selling like hotcakes. It is selling super well, apparently. Yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, means I might be able to push the envelope a little more. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Been... What's next? Here's the thing. I've been censored before from... So this is the first time they let one through. Yeah. So it's selling well, which means I could probably use that to push things. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, hey, remember that time where we we're, were all able to crumb together? I think, God I damn think it. that we should uh, be allowed to do more things like that. Yes. Um, I know Comfy is very excited because he loves Konosuba. Copper said you like it, right? Oh, man. Konosuba is one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Um, so we covered the first six. We covered this episode a long time ago, or this show a long time ago before we actually made this into a podcast officially. A um, very long time ago. It was like maybe episode number four or five for me. So I was like, I hated it. Um, but yeah, it, it's another isekai, which I've, we've talked about how we're all sick of isekais, but it's a it's an isekai and we revisited it. Um, this time we covered the first six episodes rather than the first three. Yeah. Um, now, because we've got so much to go through, <clears throat> yeah. I think taking broader strokes with this might be a little bit better. Good. Yeah, go ahead. I can, I can draw you some real broad strokes right now. So Giddy. our our main character, um, as Dale said, this is a guy. So our main guy dies on Earth. In a very pathetic yeah. way. It was ridiculous. Very, very tragic. Bears no, he away. tried to save a girl from getting run over by a tractor. He didn't know he it did. wasn't a tractor, so he thought he was going to jump in front of a fast moving truck push her out of the way and save her life in yeah. fact he jumped in front of a very slow moving moving piece of farm equipment had a heart attack because he was yeah. terrified and died nobody would have been point injured. out 
he saw uh, the go. only the only reason he went outside was because he needed to pick up a new expansion for an MMO that had in-store exclusives. Yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's true. That's also true. And a... so he dies, he meets the lovely and not at all ridiculous goddess Aqua, who is like, hey, you can either go to heaven where it's going to be really boring, get reincarnated on your world where it's going to kind of suck anyways, or I can send you to a fantasy world where you'll keep all of your memories, you'll ha you'll understand the language or explode, we don't know, and uh, you can bring one thing with you, uh, and you can just, if you slay the demon king, then you get to go back to your world and live the most lavish lifestyle possible. And he's yes. like, well, I like games. I like worlds with magic and stuff. That sounds like a great idea. Looks at a million items. He's like, wow, these are all broken. But the goddess is kind of a bitch. So he's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to drag you into this with me. Brings the goddess with him to that new world. And man, is she useless. The um, goddess name, she's named Aqua. She's kind of yes, a dunce. She's kind she's of terrible. Kind of an idiot. Um, Doesn't wear panties. From there. Uh, it's actually Schrodinger's panties. So oh, well, he ends up joining whatever. the Adventurers Guild. There's lots of butt shots. And it's, ends up meeting two yeah. more people to form his party with. One is a mage who only casts one spell. Which is and hilarious. And what she does, it completely exhausts her, and she refuses to use any other magic. So she's kind of useless. Like, she can use. actually murder so many bad guys, and it's great, and it's helpful. But the thing is, is. she, like, literally then, passes out. Use, it's like, oh, and somebody has to carry her. Yeah. And her other person is a crusader. Um which is basically their tank of the group, which is great, except she, oh, I got a, she's got a couple of problems. One, just a she couple. can't hit the broadside of a barn with a sword. Yeah, so she is all def she, she cannot attack, only protect. And, um, she, and she's also very turned on by being hurt. She is, she, she is, she a, is a, she's a masochist. Yes, she's, uh, she's, she's a masochist. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. Uh, it's it's a great time. You could literally uh, hit her in the head, and then she'd go, "Yes, please, another." And you we know, that's, skimmed over that's uh, our main character, our good good boy. His name is uh, Kazuma, by the way. Learned a steel skill from a friendly thief girl, and learned how to steal panties. Yeah, because you know, yep, that's that's a thing. Not not because his luck stat is super high. I mean, he so he ends up taking things he shouldn't be able to normally take, which is pants. yeah. Uh, and then at the end of that episode, uh, everybody in the town has to go to an emergency quest because the town is getting attacked by cabbages. Yes. Uh, with the annual cabbage harvest where they need to go and get cabbages. Now, so just imagine the little sentient flying cabbages. Uh, that, yeah. They're, in this world, cabbages fly, and they're, they're also super delicious. They're harmless, but you have to... God. Kill harmless them. i'm pretty sure they were whack in darkness around something fierce that is yeah i guess they did that didn't they well i mean they didn't hurt her <laughs> no she they, she very she, she 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 had a good time she's uh yeah yeah the, the next episode uh kazuma apparently got super rich because he was just able to use his steel skill to pick up a bunch of cabbage uh, but no, there's no quests because one of the Devil King's generals is nearby. So Megamine and Kazuma just go every single day to do explosion magic, and they just start getting really, really into it. Then uh, one of the generals shows up, and he's like, hey, guys, every day, every damn day, every bloody damn day, Somebody somebody's using explosion castle. magic on my castle. 
Uh, and uh, if you can't guess who that was, it was it was Mega Man. Yeah, uh, I kind of I kind of saw that coming. Something bad was going to happen yeah. from her using yeah. the whole. You know, it was. And so uh, yeah. he come he comes in and he shows up and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a death curse on you." And he tries to put a death curse on Megumin, but instead Darkness jumps in because she's into that. Uh, and then he's like, "All right, if you show up in one week and come to the castle and apologize, then I will stop this curse from killing your friend." But Aqua's a high priestess, and the moment that the the general disappears, she just purifies the kill spell. Yeah, so it's just, completely worthless, just, anyways. Just heals darkness, and she's fine. And the next episode, uh, Ooh, they take with on the a alligators. Quest. Yeah, they take on a quest to go purify a lake, uh, because Aqua is the goddess of water, so she just has to sit in the lake to purify it. Uh-huh. Uh, but the lake is also full of really, really angry, really bad alligators. Yep. So they stick her in a cage and throw her in the lake. Because and... they can't, they don't want to fight the alligators. So they're just like, fuck it. We'll throw her in a cage and put the cage in the water. That way she touches the water and the alligators can't get her. Yeah. Which kind of, it uh, works. It works. Yeah. Alligators show up and start getting real angry and, and start uh, thrashing. She screaming. Yeah. And she gets depressed and lonely. Yeah. She uh, realizes that she's no. terrified and. Like she just watches. The world terrifies her, so she refuses to leave. The... She refu- they they go back to town, and she's just in the cage, and she's like, "I don't want to leave this cage." Oh, and she's singing this. What was the song? She's singing a song to make it look mm-hmm. like they're keeping her prisoner, and he's like, "Like everybody is staring at him, and that they're gonna sell her." And everybody in town is looking at him like they're the worst. And he's like, "Please just come out of the cage, please." And she's and like, then, "No, uh, it is safe in here." Blah blah blah. Um. But then another adventurer shows up who's like, wait, I know that lady. She's the goddess who sent me to this world. Lady Aqua, the goddess. I'm here to rescue you from this foul demon who put you in a cage. Uh, which leads to him being really, really mad that Kazuma put Aqua in a cage, even though Aqua wants to stay in the cage for no reason. Yes. He challenges Cosmo to a duel. Cosmo says, okay, three, two, one, go. Uses his steel skill and steals the dude's sword. And then uh, wins the duel, leaves, and sells it. Yeah, it is a incredibly powerful sword, which he, in the episode earlier, the dude who owns the sword destroyed, like, some super powerful thingamadoo. I don't know. Like and a then dragon or something. It was it's something. The overpowered item that he chose was... He right. He is the only person escape. that can use the sword, and it is yeah, incredibly strong. He can use. And he steals it and sells it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Cosmo just sells it. Yeah. Oh, I can't use it. Okay. I'm just... All right. Uh, then our uh, last episode that we watched this uh, past two weeks, three weeks. I don't know. We we took a while. However many. <laughs> However many. Uh, our. Our Devil King's general shows back up, which we didn't mention. He is headless. He carries his head around. Yes. Uh, and his horse is also headless. So he's the headless, headless horseman. It's a horseless headsman, actually. So uh, they he shows up and he's that like, was bad. Rough. Please, I didn't like he shows it. Anyway, up and he's like, "What the hell, guys? I literally like cursed your friend to kill her, and you're still doing explosion magic." And he's like. Well, okay. I thought we stopped, 
but apparently Megamine kept going every other day, and Aqua carried her back. He's like, well, you guys are all terrible people. You didn't even come to save your friend. Then out walks Darkness, who's completely fine. Uh, then they just have a stupid fight with nothing really going on. Aqua decides to unleash, like, Poseidon's fury on him. No, 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 hold up. Entire world. What what happens is there's like they, they figure out he's weak to water. Well, so. well, no, because there's a handful of like the normal fighters that go attack him, and he kills them really easily. And Darkness is like, oh no! So she has to go have a fight with oh. him where oh, she's just getting this. bullied and getting beat up, and she's enjoying it, of course. Um, because she starts screaming back, "He's gonna beat me up! He's gonna make me his plaything! He's gonna rip off my clothes and have his way with me!" And he's just sitting there, the Devil King's general, going, "No, I'm not. No, I'm no. not. Don't. No, you, you can go. You can go. I don't want it. I, this is not what I'm trying to do. Um, like, I, I, that's not me. That's not how I want to work." And and then there was something about how she was happy to something about. The, the the men that sacrificed blah blah was that at the end was at the end that was at the end yeah damn so yeah anyway we'll, they we'll figure out he is weak to water so aqua finally does something useful and just creates water but like she unleashes flood magic it yeah just, and just the problem with the flood magic exactly is what it, it sounds floods. like it floods the whole battlefield and destroys the front gate of the town. It destroys the front wall of the yeah. town, not just the gate. The gate is, so, of course, gone too, but literally, like, just so much of the wall is up, turned uh, into rubble. It ends up weakening him enough that they're able that Cosmo is able to use a steel skill on the enemy, and rather than steal his sword or something like that, he steals his head. Yes, which mm-hmm. they then proceed to play soccer with. <laughs> and then Aqua ends up purifying him. So and which because he's so weak and beat up with those. No, it was like a turn on dead. It was a turn on dead. Yeah, yeah. which is a purification. No, it's it was a pure that's a purification You're spell in this. Purification spell. Okay. No, I'm not. Fine. I'm actually matter. cursed. Either way, uh the, the, the Demon King's general is defeated and then they're like, Oh, we did great. Oh wait, the wall is completely destroyed. Um yeah, they so, got a, they got like three hundred million dollars, but the yeah. wall cost three hundred and thirty million dollars to fix. So they're still in debt. They're like actually like super the hole. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hilarious. So like which the, is, the... It, it it shows you kind of the trend that the show gets into, which is they do something and get incredible wealth, and it's almost immediately taken away. Yes, because they fuck up so many things along the way. So basically, like, like the, the more well, they, the... they cause so much, they end up causing so much collateral damage around them. Like they get the job done, but they destroy everything around them in the process, and they have yeah. to pay yeah. to refix it. So it's... yeah, by, like by the end of the first season, they have a uh, they have like a mansion and stuff, and it's all fine. And like the first episode of the second season, the government reclaims everything inside the mansion. Uh huh. Like it's it's great. So got it. They're just constantly getting screwed over. So, like the 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 lowdown and the, the 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 short version is this dude gets isekai'd into a magical town, or into a magical land, and ends up surrounded by like psychopath, useless idiots. It's a as sitcom. His, as his sidekicks. It's um, a sitcom. Yeah, it's a comedy sitcom. It's supposed uh, to be outlandish and funny, kind of over the top, which is why our characters are very much over. The- Yes, yep. it's it's ridiculous and hilarious. I love how she and pukes rainbows. 
that that is a that is a, hilarious because she, because she is so, a really is that not yes it's to help with censorship so oh, okay vomit is something that's censored in japan um or not it, it knocks you up um basically a rating uh-huh i got uh, you so they want to keep the show at a certain rating because they want to appeal to people broader crowds and, and you know keep it on at certain times of day rather than later at night that kind of stuff mm-hmm. same thing we do here um so rather than having puke they have rainbows got it so is that like always what they do it's not always but if you pay attention you'll start seeing it a lot more yeah it's one okay. of the things that animes do like the rainbow thing um mm-hmm. they'll cut away from showing actual violence and, bl- and blood and said like show shadows got yeah. it they'll use like uh blacking the screen in areas or adding or other that's, things like those are other things they uh, do that's something that jojo's does a lot because in pre in the more recent seasons they do a lot of stabbing with hands like you just reach into someone and pull out their organs and they just black out the areas where the contact would be got it they still show blood and stuff but they don't show as much gore so they don't go up a rating understandable yeah, there is a show where it's a sci-fi <sighs> show we've never looked at it um where humans are sent to mars to help take back the planet because what had happened is that they had sent um modified insects to the planet to help you know help with colonization and help terraform the world and they had mutated into these terrifying beings so the government ends up doing is they end up genetically altering some people then sending them to Mars and the show is insanely violent like and gory and there is scenes where there's so much blackening of the screen you have like maybe a finger's width around the eyes like that's how much they censor out that show like it's uh, yeah no that that happens well then hmm. interesting um well, so did you like this show more the second time around uh yeah actually to... um yeah. for several reasons one of which the fact that I started listening or watching the dub so I could actually pick up I watched, on... I watched the dub this time, too. Like, I actually understand the fucking language, and I'm able to pick up on sarcasm and how their yeah, tones, the tone, their tone yeah. of voice is totally different, mm-hmm. which you I just you just don't get it listening to Japanese, because I just... I, I don't understand well, if you're able to pick up to on that. It's distinguish if you're not, I, not a native speaker. I, I if you're not a native speaker or if you're not... Completely lost. Like, I watch... Mm-hmm. Like, I've watched... Japanese like TV shows and movies since I was a kid, so I've been watching them for over twenty years. So I'm pretty familiar with how they speak, um, yeah, tonal wise. And like I was able to pick it up watching it because while while it is more difficult for me than it would be for you, Konosuba, even in like the Japanese dub, like they really go out of their way to accentuate. Yes. Yeah, they no, make sure they really know they're being sarcastic or that. I can't pick it's, up on it. It's, yeah, it's still it's, harder in it's, another language. Yeah, yeah so of course. If there's a yeah. dub available, it's way easier. And yeah, you'll enjoy it more because you're getting more comedy, more than humor at that point. Yes. And, uh, the Kono Suba dub is actually one that people really like because yes, they did a good job on it. They did a very, very good job on it. There's a lot of shows I've watched where the dub is subpar. The Kono Suba one, they either, the jokes that don't translate, they write in new ones that work just as well. Yes. They do it. They do it great. 
it's important for jokes to land if you want a show to be funny, and this is right. Well, because like also in like the OVA dub for Konosuba, they're like sitting there and they use like a bunch of different words for boobs in the Japanese one, but it just says boobs like eight times for the subtitle. But in the English one, it's like, "Wiz, I was looking at you, and all I could think is, you have a massive pair of knockers. I mean, seriously, those are some big, those are some big honkers." It's like, okay. Like they just went off the rails with it. They had a good time, and it shows. Yeah, but yeah. It's this is this continues to be a show that I'm looking forward to more seasons of. Uh, it's very funny. It's super well animated. It's well voice acted, both English and uh, Japanese. Um, Have you seen the movie yet? I haven't seen the movie yet. I gotta watch that. I feel like we I should. When when is the movie? The movie it came out uh, in Japan. Uh, or it 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 came out last month, yeah. Uh, and it aired in theaters in the U.S. But what is it? Like is now, it like can... after episode? Or is it after season two? Or yeah, it's after. Yes. So it's after season two. It's the next arc. Got it. Yeah. So it's this is a an easy recommend show. Mm-hmm. The reasons it's very funny. I'll be right back. The humor is very touch like tongue in cheek. Yeah. Uh, everything. It's very much over the top. It's like. It is um, like the amount of times you see Aqua's ass is just like makes it unbelievable, <laughs> and like just yes, just there, all of the characters there's like, like there's so many. There's a lot there of, is like, so much fan service in this shit. Like it's there is, and it's pretty much all in service of comedy too, which is yes. If you're going to do it, it's, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, Unlike it, something like High School of the Dead, where you've got you know boobs uh, defying physics to dodge a bullet independent of one another because it's the thing that happens you know like in a slow motion like god damn it that's a shot it sounds in that so show. bad it sounds so bad it's, that show is awful um don't make me ever watch that one please please no i don't wanna i don't wanna um, okay well but that's not like it's it's presented that, in, that, in it's it's like it's, supposed to be ridiculous which yeah, i didn't is, get the first time because like i was saying before like it's like there's so many people like you yeah. dubs but it's like Shush, just let me enjoy my dubs because I actually get the humor and I understand the tone of voice, and I yeah, get you can pick up on the sarcasm things. and like without it, it's not as fun. Um, yes, and our main character in the show is extremely sarcastic, so it's yeah. very important to be able to pick up on that. Because like he's you not... could also talk about how like that that one point where like Cosma Cosma, he's like, "Yep, that's my name," and then somebody else is like, "Cosma Cosma," he's like, "Yep, that that that's my name." Cosma Cosma, yep, that that's my name. I wouldn't have picked up on that. I would have read the subtitle and like heard them speaking in Japanese and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. It wouldn't have registered the same. Um, the same way with like the episode where she's purifying the fucking water and she's just sitting in the water pouting because she's supposed to purify the water just by sitting. And he's like, I feel like a tea bag. And then as soon as the alligators show up, she starts doing Start it actively. She's yeah. just like, she starts actively like touching the water, be like purification, purification, purification. It's like, it's hilarious. And you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have fucking picked that up if I was watching the, the dub. Or the sub titled like and how you know it's just it's just not how stuff works. How she not was how afterwards where she's stuff. like, I don't want to get out of the cage. So yeah, this is I think Dale enjoyed the show this time, which is which is good. Surprising as well. Um I don't know, maybe not surprising. But I don't know. Like there's there's a reason one of the shows I want to watch is it's another Isekai. Um <laughs> please I know, no I know, I know. god damn it. But is it's, this... it's another one that is not 
taking I itself seriously. I can't. I can't. There's I so many of them. There's I we've literally there's so, there's, there's no. There's too fucking many. Like, there's so many. We need to find other shit. We're, we are in the season of isekai. I don't like, care. I don't what care. It is. I don't want to watch anymore. At least for a while. What, like this is what it was back in the '90s with mecha shows, right? And then zombie stuff. Like this is what it was. Like it's just here's more of this stuff you've seen. Yes. Uh, okay. Now. There is another show that is supposed to be really good that is out currently. Uh-huh. The worst thing about it is that it's a little bit furry. A little bit what? Furry. Uh... As in Dave Case loves it. You know, that type of furry. So I mean, honestly, it's I'm looking through the episode. It's been a it's been a bit longer since the last time we did an Isekai show, actually. Yeah, it actually has it's been. Just, it hasn't been that. No, yeah. there's just so many of them right now because there's so there's many. I feel like I, I just feel like I've seen of, so many of them. You have because half of what's being produced right now is isekai because that's the hot topic. Yeah, it's just like you know, what like a five ten years ago when all the zombie games were coming out everywhere and people yeah. were like, oh my god, look, I games. really like zombie games though. I'm not gonna lie, if there was a massive yeah. zombie game resurgence, I'd be down for at least okay, a little bit. But do you really like zombie games in 2012 after we had 18,000 zombie games released? That's what yeah, I'm. That's, that's what I'm the, saying. Like I, I, I like, I like. Like it's an overdone thing, and anime tends to go through that cycle as well. I mean, everything just like does. Any other entertainment Every, form. Everything. So right Every, now it's isekai. It used to and, be mecha. And, it was like they've gone through like Magical Girl. They've gone through mecha. They've gone through, you know. This is this, like, is the, this is the isekai version. Right now we're uh, isekai. Judging by what's coming out in the like. The types of guys that are coming out, we're at the tail end of it, though. Hundred mm-hmm, percent. Because yeah, we're getting we're, wild. We're getting wild, like the wild, weird, kind of wacky stuff. So that's usually what happens at the tail end of a push uh, for this type of genres, um, which is great because some of the better shows tend to come out of these weird stuff. Like there is, um, one that is basically what people are calling the new Konosuba, um, because it's it doesn't take itself seriously in the same type of vein. It's the one where the guy gets transported to the world and then suplexes the princess and opens a pet store. Yeah. Uh, that one, right? People are loving that show. Now, if you don't want to do an isekai, I do have a recommendation. Uh-huh. Beastars. Okay. So, this is apparently supposed to be Beastars. Here, I'll put it in here. Okay. So is it about a bunch of famous bees? No. Or... No. So the, what they basically did is they took the word beast and stars and stuck them together. So we have beast stars. Got it. Um, so, <clears throat> so the plot summary for this one is in a world populated by anthropomorphic animals, herbivores and carnivores coexist with each other. For the adolescents of Cherryton Academy, school life is filled with hope, romance, distrust, and uneasiness. The main character is... Um, Rogishi? Rogish? Rogoshi? Uh-huh. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, the, who is a wolf uh, and a member of the drama club. Despite his menacing appearance, he has always been very, he has always had a very gentle heart. Throughout most of his life, he's always been an object of fear and hatred by other animals and he's been quite accustomed to that lifestyle. But soon he finds himself becoming more involved with his fellow classmates who have their own share of insecurities and finds his school life slowly changing. Oh, and this is. Is this like stop motion? And then there's a murder. Dun, dun, dun. 
Yeah, the animation in this is very, very different. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure the animation in this is 100% um, CGI. It's CG. This looks yeah. this looks like stop motion. Yeah, like I know. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, it's I'm pretty sure all of the animals in this are CG. It's a very very different take on animation, like what we would normally see for anime for animation. Um, apparently the show is supposed to be super good. It's one of the breakout hits people have been saying of the season. Um, uh-huh. And it's supposed to be well animated uh, as well, which is not something you would normally associate with a CG show. But looking at it, I would say, yeah, it definitely, definitely is. Huh. So that's something we can look at because it's outside of our normal wheelhouse of things we've been looking at late. And it's also apparently supposed to be pretty popular. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't care. We can do whichever one. Oh um, yeah, no, this is, this is like 3D CG. Yeah, yeah, it's neat mm. looking, yeah. Which, you know, people who are listening to this can't see, but trust I'm, us. I'm, I'm, brow- I'm browsing, checking pieces of it out. This is, yeah, Dale, Dale would like this. He's a furry. Oh, he's in, he's in the, the Dave camp, is he? Okay. Yeah, that is right, so that is, we go... that is not at all true. I literally okay. see a naked bunny on my screen, and it's weird. Oh no, oh no. I'm so scared. yeah, I say we we go with this, and uh, see how it goes. Uh, well, this should be interesting. All so, right. Aside from okay, so fun fact: which... this is coming to hit North America in 2020 on Netflix. Oh, so it's not available. It's not oh, on Netflix no, you know, now. It's. I think that if we want to do it, we should wait because uh, it's a, it. What it seems like is it's a Netflix series. Okay, it's uh, one. It's one of the ones that Netflix bought. Yeah, so it's okay. releasing week to week in Japan, but it's not out yet in the U.S. Okay, okay so we'll wait on that just to make it easier for people yeah. to follow along when it comes out on Netflix. Um. So let's. Is the other one available though? Is we what's the we thing? can we what's can the always one? go to Re Zero and finish our Isekai Quartet. Good. And Re Zero <laughs> is a good show. Re Re Zero is a really good take on Isekai. Yes, it's also it's another one of the ones where it's a different take on things. Yes, it. I that's what I like is like Re uh, Zero Overlord. Konosuba and Tanya were all different takes on Isekai, and they just kind of threw them together. So you have all the, all these real interesting and weird characters. Yeah, I'm up for doing that, and then that's our fine. Next episode, Where can we watch we... ReZero at? That's a that's a Crunchyroll one. Because after because um... after we do that, then we can watch Isekai Quartet. Yes, which will probably round out the year for the podcast, I'm guessing. I feel like that would be a really good, like, ending, you know? Yeah, because I assume that we're not going to be doing... Because that, um, that would also be peak isekai, and then we don't have to do isekai forever. <laughs> like, if we look at a calendar, next week is the 22nd. After that's the 29th, right? And that'd be, that'd, be a, know... that'd be a perfect end. Do we, so, do we want to want to do that? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I say we do that. Works out great. Rounds out the uh, year. Ha, ha, ha. 
never done with isekai. Yeah, you might be right, Jero. We might not ever be done with isekai. Okay, none so we're gonna us, do none that. None of us will ever be done with um, isekai. And then we start no, there, the next. We start the next year doing the fucking stupid isekai quartet, and Comfy can be happy. Uh, no, we end the year with isekai quartet. It'll be the per- it'll be the perfect ending okay. because we have been doing a lot of isekai over the past couple months, and this season has been the isekai season. Okay, that's fine. That'll work. So, we can we can plan right. that out. The other thing we have to talk about is we have two episodes of Vinland Saga because me and Dale didn't watch episode twenty one yet. Yeah, I haven't. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have man, to watch. I uh, I I may or may not have watched it this morning. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what was and... the God, so, did I watch Finland Saga? Did I? I think I did. I would assume you did. I think I did. Maybe I forgot. I don't remember what happened in the episodes that I totally probably watched. Uh, so in episode nineteen, uh huh. Yep, we have the uh, ending of the fight, and yes. we get the backstory of. Thor's and uh, Thorpal. So we find out who. Okay, yep. I saw uh, this one. I saw this one. What the relationship is. It turns out that Thorpal is actually uh, Thorfinn's uncle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because he is the. Uh, or sorry, great uncle. Because he's the brother of his mother's uh, dad. Uh, so he's yeah. actually a lot older than I thought he was. Like. This yeah, circle no. pretty old, easily 56. <laughs> yeah, which is surprising because I thought maybe he's in his 30s, earlier 40s. Nope, mm-hmm. turns out he's actually pretty up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it turns out that uh, Thor's was such a good warrior that he rose to the ranks of the um, the Viking order, the Yom's Vikings, and he was honored by their leader, uh, Thorkel's brother with um his daughter so he's like you're such a good per like such a good person i'm grooming you to take over from me so to keep this in the family type thing you're gonna marry my daughter he marries you know his daughter they have a kid which is uh thorfinn's sister yes because thorfinn was the younger sibling he wasn't yeah he wasn't born yet um so after that point thor's decides he he's done with war wants to stop um, this is not the way of true true warriors, as far as he's concerned. Does this whole disappearing into the sea thing? You find out that he didn't get away scot clean. What happened is that when he went back to the village that he's from, well, city really, um, mm-hmm. Orkel was actually sleeping on his roof. Um, and uh, because uh, people were trying to basically like rob Thor's stuff because he was dead. Yeah, and, and Orkel was like. This guy deserves more respect than any of you will ever get. I'm going to protect this with my life. Yeah, and he didn't really believe that Thor's was dead, even though they had a funeral for him, and he was he cried and was sad about it, like because that was basically his best friend and someone that he really looked at as an example of an actual warrior who is stronger than him, which is something he had never met. But it was that so, whole you couldn't have died from just that. Yeah, that's, like, he was right. Enough to kill he's you. like, I didn't think you you died from that. I mean, you wouldn't drown. So he's sleeping up there. He's drinking and drunk. Uh, and he sees two people coming out of, you know, Thor's house. And he assumes they're, they're, you know, thieves. But normally he's like, eh, I wouldn't get a shit, give a shit normally. But this place, I'm going to teach you a lesson. 
and then he finds out it's Forrest and his wife, and they have their baby with them. He argues with them. Uh, Forrest right. ends up knocking knocking him out. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and that, and, and then Forrest drops his famous line of "A real warrior can fight without a sword." Yes, uh, which and actually then, makes him angry, but then knocks yeah. him out. Um, yeah. So we find out from that, and then from that point, uh, we go back into the fight because. Uh, it turns out Thorfinn had basically broke his arm. So he's got yeah. one arm latched to him. He's still trying to fight. And Askeladd decides, okay, we need to win this because I don't want to die. So then he gives him the secret way to, yeah, to defeat, like, defeat Thorfinn. That he knew the whole fucking time uh, that like he could hit him in the ear. So, yeah. so Jesus Christ. Why wouldn't you just lead with that because you're an asshole? That's why. <laughs> He tells uh, Thorfinn, because Thorfinn probably wouldn't have listened before this point. Um, so Thorfinn... Thorfinn's a very sp- proud person. So. And he's very angry, and he hates Asgard. So he finally yeah. swallows his anger enough to listen, does what he's told, knocks Thorkel out. Yes. By and uh, and, and uh, gouges out his eye. Yeah, fuck, eye, I kind of forgot about that. Out. Um, his men don't react in the proper way to a duel. Yes, so they... <laughs> so they tackle... Thorfinn and are gonna kill him, and then um, Orkel wakes up and is pissed beyond belief. What the fuck are you guys doing? Right? Are you one, kidding me? He's like, you're interfering in my duel. How the fuck dare you? Two, yeah. If he killed me from in fighting, great. I die a warrior by someone who's obviously better than me. There's nothing better than that. You know this is how which I is, feel. Which is what Thorkel is literally Thorkel's entire. Mo at this point is that's, to find a warrior stronger than him to beat him in battle. That's like, that's yeah, that's pretty much what he's going for. That's why he was so distraught when Thor's disappeared because he wanted to. He wants to get to the next level. Yes, he wants to. Get he to the wants next level. to be and stronger. He, and if he can't get there, remember, for a Viking warrior, Valhalla. To get to Valhalla, you have to die in battle. So no, you, no one is, can beat that's you. The, that's the main battle, way. That's the easiest way. And to get you there. die of old age. And remember, it turns out Thorkel's really fucking old, especially for this time period. He doesn't want to die of old age or right. sickness or something like that because then he goes to hell. That's not good. So he's like, I need to find someone who can actually kill me right. in battle. And so he loses his shit, um, you know, braids his men. And then he does something surprising. He's like, all right. Because the prince shows up during this when he's arguing with his men. The prince shows up. He's like, hey, <laughs> I'm here. I'm not running away anymore. And so they have a little bit of a chat. And Thorpe like, okay, I'm going to throw my lot in with you. Because you're mm-hmm. going to go fight your dad. And that's what I wanted to do in the first place. Right. Yeah. So no, remember how I called that? Right. I totally called that shit, didn't I? Yeah, no, you did. Yeah. So so now we have Asklad is acting as an advisor to the prince. Um, he actually admits the fact that he killed Conehead. Um, oh, yeah, is, he does come out right out and tell him. It. He's like, yeah, no. The prince I is bad, but he accepts it. He's like, okay. I yeah. don't like that you did that. I'm not sure I trust you, but okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Takes him as an advisor, takes Thorfinn under as, you know, his, as, well uh, as, as well, takes Thorkel's mm-hmm. men and himself, and they go off to see his father, <clears throat> which is yeah. where we get to the next episode. So uh, they arrive I there. did see that episode too. Look at that! I did watch the show. See, I knew it. Well, you watched these two. Um, yeah. So they arrive there. It's the Alms Vikings. It's our treacherous guy who ends up getting Thor's murdered in the first place. Loki. 
Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, I didn't think it was you because, like, I thought it was actually a trick. I'm sorry for pointing bows at you and meeting you with guards and an army. Yeah. Please don't kill me. Oh, man, who could have seen it coming? Because that's actually a giant offense in their society because he's still the crown prince. So, you know, they get into the into the camp. They're like, okay, we're obviously not strong enough to attack my father now. We need to gather troops, gather information. Sends uh, Thorkel off to go mingle with people because everybody loves this guy. And I mean, he's a pretty he fun can. guy. You can just drink with him a lot, and then he'll and tell like, you all fun for everything. And like, the three of us are going to go yeah. see my dad. So they get to. I loved this scene so much. The, the log house in a long house where his dad is, his little, you know, uh, his base, throne, his throne room, essentially. yeah, throne room away yeah. from his normal throne room. Yeah, and they open the doors and immediately they stop and don't let the prince enter because they're like, Asla is like, do you sense it? Like, do you, do you, like, do you, it's like, yeah, there's some along the sides like, and I. There's archers 20 up guys, top. archers up top, hiding behind the curtains. Like He's like, this is obviously a trap. If we go in here, they're going to murder us. And the prince is like, well, we're going in. Like, no matter what you do, do not draw your weapons. Yes. Because the, the first person to draw their weapons in this situation loses. Yeah. So they end up going in alone, approaching, and then kneeling down. They start talking with his dad. And it's a very tense uh, conversation where they're talking about, you know, how Basically, he was supposed to die, and his dad's like, yeah, kind of a thing. <coughs> and his dad is needling them throughout this whole conversation. Um, mm. And he ends up needling uh, Asglad with calling him the son of a slave. <coughs> yep. And it makes him super mad, but he doesn't act on it. He because Asglad's only good relation with anyone at this point has been with his mother, who was a slave woman. Yes. yes. So and that's clamps. why he hates like the Danish and everything. So yeah. he clamps down on his anger and doesn't act on it, which is a lesson the Thorfinn um that I think was probably overlooked by a lot of people because remember Thorfinn gets mad super quick. Really, he really kinda has not... a he kinda has a temper. If only his dad would Which is which is of, fine. It's fine uh, to have a temper. Help Askeladd him apparently has a temper as well, but Askeladd controls and channels his anger which is yeah. something Thorfinn doesn't do. So Thorfinn sees him get more angry than he's ever seen him get. And he's mm -hmm. been with this guy for like 10 years at this point, right? Yeah. Something like and that. Just more than his that, anger I think, and then, actually. Well, yeah, a little over. Probably around 10 to 12 years he's been together. Something it's, like that. I think Thorfinn's we did the... We, we did them up in the air. We think he's like a 17, 17. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's around 17. Maybe we, at this point. I know the the, the next episode starts and it says that it's uh ten fourteen. Yeah. So he's less than twenty, but most of his time he's spent with that, and he's right. never seen him get this angry. But he still mm -hmm. clamps down his anger and you know basically asks the king for permission to talk. Ends up convincing, you know, the king that this isn't the way to go about it because the guards have basically reacted by this point. He's like. You know, this is bad. This is what you should be doing, because you know this is how the crown should work. And the king's like, okay, you've made a good point. He's like, you guys can can go. We're gonna throw you a feast at this place here. I'll see you there. And then he leaves, and they're allowed to leave. And 
when we cut to the king when he's walking through and uh, with his guards, he remarks that uh, Ascalad is a very dangerous person that he needs to keep an eye on. <clears throat> For good reason, because... Yeah, being clever is really dangerous. Yes, being clever and being able to control your anger, even though you're rationally mad, is a huge thing, right? Big plus. He's already a known warrior. Uh, it also turns out that Ascalad is not his actual name. It is a nickname because he was never actually given a name because he's the son of a slave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I didn't. I guess I didn't pick up on that. And apparently, it means like covered in ashes or something like that. Is what his name, Doing. like the name he has, means. Cool. Because he's gonna burn this place. Oh, I don't know if that's true or not. Well, but he he may have burned down his his father's home too. Like yeah. that might have how he escaped with his mother, right? Because he did Maybe. take his mother back to his her homeland yeah uh so yeah it's another very interesting thing i'm curious to see where this is going because it's now getting very political in certain manners uh, um, the, as someone who watched the next episode oh man it gets political i like uh, the it. prince has basically determined that i'm going to be king and which means if i have to kill and remove people as much as pot like to do so that's fine because i'm going to build heaven on earth here and fuck god <laughs> like he's <laughs> so angry at god um, then it cuts back to them having a conversation in a meat hall where uh, Thorkel is basically meeting with a bunch of people and drinking and they start having a conversation at the top and um, Conehead's brother comes in Conehead 2.0 yeah and starts talking with them um, Askeladd's like I don't think he's really as loyal to the prince as he makes out to be he really doesn't seem like it he's seems like a kind of a, you know, a Weasley character is kind of how he came off to me. Oh, I'm 100%. Uh, so, and they're like, well, we, we can't have secret, you know, discussions right here. And they're like, eh, it's fine. Nobody's actually listening to us. Um, they're all involved in the fact that there's a drinking game going on where um, someone keeps drinking everybody else on their table. It turns out it's the priest. They're like, what? Because he doesn't look anything like he used to. Because like, he actually fucking he's shaved. Like shaved and everything. He's like, he's like, you're so young looking. He's like, well, I'm only 23. And they're like, what? <laughs> he's like, I just shaved. Yeah, because yeah, he, he legit and, looked like he was funny. an old fucking man. Because he was so ragged. And and he was so depressed all the time. Yeah, you don't got to be old to be that. Uh, oh, no. Um, That's kind of where that leaves off. Is is right there, so... It's yeah. a couple of another really good episodes. Yeah, no, it's really good. I'm super curious though, because we're now on the show keeps like, like changing how it's playing out, and I really like it. Yeah, that's episode twenty. Now, in four shows episodes that are, left. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, do we only have actually four episodes left in this season? In this season, yes. Or, or are they doing something longer? Because we know that's possible too. I don't know. I I really don't know because this show is all on Amazon. Don't know what they're doing with it. Like, couldn't tell. Well, we'll just have to be right back, really quick. Right by ear. But yeah, at this point, this is episode twenty-two of Vinland Saga. We've no, no, no. Yes, we're 20, 21, twenty-one and twenty-two are out. We've just that was just 20, yeah. episode twenty. We've been um, covering so we this show the for like what three months now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, four episodes, cool. four episodes a month. So what? Four, eight, twelve, sixteen, uh, twenty. That's five months. Yeah. Okay. So at the end of this month, it'll be five and a half because the sh or where the show started at. So yeah, it's uh, 
any longer. No, yeah. longer because they they there was a couple of breaks. There was a couple of weeks where they didn't have an episode. Got it. So yeah, it'll be about six months that we've covered the show. It's a very good show though. More it, yeah, than worth it's very watching. good. We we're all just thoroughly enjoying it. Um, yeah, I I do, especially because like I've always I I like Vikings and shit. I think they're pretty cool. Like the whole Nordic culture is fun to me. I'd say it's probably um, like easily the best show produced this year. Maybe. Uh I, I can't think of anything that really competes with it. Like of anime that is. Like because there's things like The Mandalorian and that that are out there as well. So Yeah, that shit's great. We just watched the newest episode yesterday. Oh you did, so you got to see Bill Burr? Yeah. Yeah, I was not prepared for Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. He's actually my favorite comedian. Um, yeah, that's why we were laughing the other day when you mentioned, like, oh, I love he started about the That's uh, why. Did this like, Discord cut out? Why not? You were... oh. So when you were talking about the, like you mentioned the other day um, when we were doing the Jackbox stuff that you loved Bill Burr. And ah. we all started talking about the Mandalorian. And we're like, oh, you should really watch the new episode. That's why, because we knew oh, Bill Burr was in it, and we, it. Didn't, we didn't want to tell you and spoil it for you that he was in it, because you said you love him. So we're like, oh, well, that'll be a surprise. Got it. No, yeah, it was a great episode. And also, Cherry yes. says it's confirmed twenty-four episodes. Twenty-four episode? Yeah. Yep. For this season, okay. I, I wonder how long it's going to take them to make another. Video. I don't know. <laughs> well, some shows that are really popular get turned out super quick. For the next season, yeah, some do. Um, it's gonna be interesting for sure. But yeah, this the Mandalorian is great. If people have been watching that, if you're looking for something else to watch, um, this newest episode was awesome because it was kind of like a like a prison break heist episode with that like revenge twist to it. it was awesome. Yeah. Uh the cameos in the in this episode were in were kind of nutty. Um so there are four notable cameos in this episode in that episode of The Mandalorian. Uh-huh. The human who's on the prison ship when there wasn't supposed to be a person there, that is the actor who plays Anakin Skywalker in the cartoons. That's his really? voice actor. Okay. That's cool. Um he has like the most hours logged. As I didn't realize Anakin Skywalker. That. He's basically Anakin Skywalker. Uh, I don't want to get too spoilery with the Mandalorian though. So, um, and the three pilots you see at the end. You remember? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, those three pilots are all the directors of of previous episodes. Oh, cool! That's neat. So cool. I just uh, did a little bit of research. Uh huh. Uh, Vinland Saga is currently only confirmed for 24 episodes. We don't have a second season. And they also, uh, the writer and Wit have decided to rewrite some of the manga for episodes 20 through 24 to make it so that this season can be enjoyed independently and not require anything else. Hmm. So they're so, not sure if they're going to get another season. That's they, what that's saying to me. That They said that uh, the writer said that he wants, that they want to do more. And that the show has a lot of hype, so it's very possible that they'll do more. But, but if yeah. not, they want to have it wrapped up. He nice doesn't want do. it to require more. He wants it to be yes. a... He wants to wrap it up. Or, yeah, just in case. Got he it. can't come to a deal. That makes sense. That's actually I like that. good. Because he's probably one of those people who, like a lot of anime fans, hates those cliffhangers. So he's like, 
I'm going to do a little bit of rewrite. We can wrap this up a little bit with a bow, but yeah. still leave room to explore more here if we come if we actually yep. get a second season. Cool. To come back. Here That'd I am, still waiting for Stone Ocean. That so. yeah, that felt like how they wrapped up the Last Jedi or not the Last Jedi, uh, fucking Fallen <laughs> Order. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, it's it's wrapped up with a bow, but they can still come back to that to that area because their hands are a little tied with you know fallen order because they can't do too much because they're it's set in a time period where there's certain events have to occur so. right yeah and it has to be regarded as canon yes so, so they're they gotta they've got a fine line to walk yeah um but so are they the doing dlc for that game i would uh, not confirmed. they okay. did actually not for that game but uh outer worlds just confirmed that they'll be working on doing dlc some, yeah that's okay not surprising yeah, they they got a couple of awards at the the game awards, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't really watch the game awards, or I, I, there's a lot that I missed. Um, uh, the just... only thing that really matters to me: Destiny won best ongoing game, best yes. community interaction, and yes. Sekiro won game of the year, which I didn't expect, but it definitely deserved. Oh, no, nobody expected that. Everybody expected to be Death Stranding. I... I I I really hoped it wouldn't be Death Stranding because yeah. while I do really enjoy Death Stranding, I think it's great. If that won, it would have one hundred percent been because just because of uh, his name behind yeah, it. His name it's, is tied to it. It's, it's because his name. He's the guy who runs the Game Awards. Is friends with them, so yeah, Jeff I'm Keeley, glad it, it, yeah. it didn't. So, and yeah. then, I know Jeff Keeley is very clear about like we are not. We are doing so much effort to make sure that this is fair and not biased in any way. Yes. Best ongoing game was Fortnite. I, I read through Destiny. it a lot because people okay. people like to throw shade at them yes. for a lot of that. They so, put an entire like wiki up about how their voting works and were completely clear about everything and all that stuff. So Cherry was, was Fortnite, right. not Destiny. Fort, oh yeah, Fortnite what did, was the best what did, ongoing game. What Destiny is Destiny? One of the best anyway. um, uh, community managers. Yeah, the community management is is the team who won for Destiny, which is great because yeah. those guys like Deej, Cosmo, and everybody else who works for community management. Are amazing people, absolutely. And they do, they put up a lot of crap because this community can be extremely salty. Literally, uh, so somebody posted on uh, the there was a post on the Destiny subreddit that was like, "Hey, uh, congrats to Bungie for winning this award at the Game Awards. Like, super proud of you guys. It's awesome that you did that." And then the first comment on it was somebody posting along like, "You guys like." the community team has done so much work. Like you've dealt with so much garbage from us and like, you've been so clear and concise and you take our feedback and you uh, interact with us online and try to set our expectations reasonably, which man, if you guys know like how hard it is to set expectations for people, because they walk a really fine line because they can't say, Oh yeah, this is coming because if they say something's coming, then it has to show up. Yeah. They have, and they did. They did a, a Deej and Cosmo and DMG have all done a really good job, and they're all. I've met them all in real life. They're all super nice people, incredible guys. For the first comment was that, the the comment on top of that was, yeah, they took our they took our feedback and threw it directly in the garbage, just immediately shitting on them. Oh, of course. And as, as you can guess, uh, like my ideas weren't used, so obviously they're not. As, as you can guess, everybody just yelled at that guy like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? But it's like, how like how do you have to be so blind? Like, I love Destiny, I love the community, but man, some of those guys can be assholes. Yep. Now, we did have something interesting at the Game Awards this year. So, mm. 
every year they show off new games. Um, yeah. Yes. Last year, there was a bunch of indie stuff. Um, nothing really stuck. There was only one standout for me last year that ended up dropping this year as a game. And Outer Worlds? Pro- probably my favorite game of the year, Remnant. Oh, Outer Remnant's Worlds is also fun. revealed. Remnant's very good. Remnant was a surprisingly good game. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it had like, a lot of people really good. It had like no marketing or anything like that. Like the and the only time I'd seen it before that was at the game awards. That's what put it on my radar. And then it came when it came out, I'm like, I didn't expect this to be out already. Cool. Turned out it was an incredibly fun game. Um they're still adding stuff to it, which is awesome. It's still one um, of the top on the Steam charts. Mm-hmm. It's 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 good. It's really good. It's as good as a triple A game without a triple A price. Yeah. Yep. I mean there's 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 you There's can tell. You can you can tell it's it, it not is, a triple A game, but it still yeah, plays can, very good. It's a very are, good there game. Are some, some bugs it does. It, it lacks the polish. That, Let's not well, act like it doesn't. I shouldn't say it's not a smaller studio. It was a smaller team that made Remnant. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, we got a couple more announcements. A couple of them are actually extremely interesting. Um, I know that's one that has uh, hooked the interest of a bunch of uh, looter shooter fans is uh, that. That God's game, Godfall. That's it. Yeah, uh, Godfall because it's a mm-hmm. looter shooter style game that is looter slasher. Yeah, that's what people were calling it. Now it's like a hack and slash game. Uh, <laughs> it's a hack and slash also, game, uh, like like say Diablo, uh, with apparently the, that people are hoping that type of loot mechanic, but with third person action. So they, I'd be uh, down. I would play it so much. Gearbox is also. Uh, an auxiliary studio on that. Yes. As Steph they says, are, they are not the main devs, but they are helping. Yeah. So it's think Diablo meets Monster Hunter, which is going to be Monster very Hunter interesting. Monster Hunter style combat, Diablo style yeah. and stuff. It's coming to the new PlayStation system and PC. Uh, they showed off, uh, aside from the, the cinematic they showed off, They there is a clip of gameplay out there that's very short, but it's extremely crispy looking. Uh, very uh, interesting. Yeah. Hey, you want to talk about crispy? Did you see all the N engine rendered things on the X Cube? No. Is I that the, the Xbox? The, the new Xbox? Yeah, the, the Xbox Series X was also announced. Isn't there is there's just... a Series S as well, too, right? So they're doing two. Well, so no, Xbox is just like, man, I love Microsoft. I, I'm wearing a mixer shirt right now. Whoever uh, names their their consoles, their consoles. No, they named the Xbox, and that's fine. They named the Xbox 360, and it's like cool. That's that's like a it's a fine name. What should come after the 360? Yeah, it, it was supposed to be revolutionary. They're like, this is revolutionary. We're calling it 360. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I understand the marketing here. Also, uh, fun fact: in the movie, I think it's Real Steel. It was like the Robo fighting movie with Hugh Jackman. Yes, they I have, like that movie. You they have. Bad. They have oh it's a terrible what? movie but it's, it's great it. to watch. Sounds terrible. It? Okay, so no, Real Steel it's it. a it is basically a movie. It's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah, think okay. Rock'em, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It's robot boxing. It stars Hugh Jackman. <gasps> it's an awful Wait, movie. Wait, is it the one where he, is... he where is that the one where he trains the robot to fight better? Yeah, yes. that's exactly. Oh my it. god, I saw the the previews so, for that and I was just like, what? Oh my so god. The, uh, it is an in, awful uh, movie, but if you enjoy B movie, watch that movie. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> so, uh, really funny. One of my favorite things about that movie is in the backgrounds they have like advertisements for stuff in the future, and one of them is Xbox 720. Yes, and it yes, came it out. This movie came out post the Xbox One being announced, 
but before it was released. Yep. So, like, this movie comes out, it says Xbox 720, it's like, well, well okay. Uh, so, yeah, they did, like, the Xbox and the 360. 720 would have been a totally fine name. Everybody would have been okay with it. Yeah. They went to one. It's like, all right, that's that's. that's and now weird. they're it's doing like, the Series X. It's like... And then they had, no, then they had the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X, and the Xbox Series X. Wait, oh, this isn't the next-gen console? The Series X is the next-gen. Oh, okay. It's, I was. It just well, shares like, a name with. It's the naming the convention series. is so similar to the Xbox One X, it's ridiculous. And then there's gonna be the fucking PlayStation. They're like, hey, it's a PS Five. Yeah, yeah we already know it's a. We already know it's called a PlayStation Five. Yeah. Like it's it's not even like oh they're going to like try to they're they're gonna try to rename it. It's like now we already confirmed they're working on PlayStation Five. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's what they've called Xbox it. Xbox needs to stop with their naming thing because it's just confusing. It creates conf- confusion yeah. for their own brand is the problem. Like it's not even like you're yeah. trying to confuse brands or sales, which is the thing people do. It's you're creating confusion for your con- your own consumers who want to buy your thing and get the newest thing, and like, they don't know what to buy. It's stupid. Like, so somebody was like adding numbers. Like that's yeah. what PlayStation did for a reason. It makes it super easy. Literally, just call it X two. Like, yeah. like call it, call it the call it the X two. Look, if it's a cube shape, it's a cube shape. The X cube, right? Just put X with a goddamn cube symbol, like the two up in the corner of the X. Bam, you're done. Like, yeah. there's your there's your logo. It's X cube. Like, it's they're they're copper man. Let's let's go into branding. Like, sweet, I already do that. Like, sweet <laughs> I know Jesus, that's, that's, that's the joke. easiest thing. It's so <laughs> easy. Like. And the thing is, too, they like I can already imagine the font and stuff is like the because it, it's it literally is two GameCube stacked on top of each other painted black. Let's be real. Um, so that that was announced. All of the in engine stuff that they've shown for it is ridiculously beautiful. Uh, the the trailer that they showed for it where they like announced it that was uh rendered in engine. Uh, and they also showed I think it was like Hellblade two. An engine which yes. looked incredible. I did see shots of that. That game does look really good. It, which the, is the, not surprising. The first game looked mm-hmm. amazing. So yeah. Better rendering technology, better looking game. Exactly. So I I have high hopes for it. I, I don't uh, know the what they're Xbox, gonna do with that game though for a sake for a season. Uh, the series X it, it's a different character's story. Okay. I think it's like a prequel. Uh right. so the the Series X also will use peripherals from the One, and it will be able to play games from the OG Xbox 360 and Xbox One. Uh, like they're just they're making it super accessible, no garbage, no BS. Like the branding is not on point, but everything else that they've announced for it is incredibly forward thinking and well done. And man, it looks pretty. The the thing that really caught my attention from the Game Awards, though, uh, which surpri- surprised neither of you, uh-huh. uh, was we finally heard some news for the Magic the Gathering MMO. Yes. So this MMO has been in production for a long while. It's been, it's, it, it was has, one of those dev hell games, wasn't it? It one of was, those. actually. It's never changed okay. developers. It's always been with the same people. Well, um, it doesn't need to change developers to be in development hell. It, it wasn't even really in development hell. They just weren't sharing any information because Wizards share anything. 
Yeah. Um, so they've been just been working on the game quietly for I think like four or five years now, um, which is a fair bit of time. But when you're building an MMO, that also makes sense. Um, I mean, God of War was a five-year dev cycle. Yep, it's a good dev cycle for a well-polished game, which is what I'm hoping this comes out as. Yeah. So they finally said, here's a cinematic, and you can sign up for the beta, so we're going to be getting information soon. Because people have been clamoring for information from Wizards of the Coast about this game. People it also love the out, world. Uh, the studio that's making it are the same people who made Remnant, which was very surprising to me. Mm. Um. So the small team that made Remnant came from the same studio. So um, I have some good hopes because if that's the quality of devs they have working for them, but it's a larger team and they've taken time to polish stuff out, this should be a pretty good game because it's supposed to be action-based, so it's not going to be tab-targeting, which, thank Yay. God, tab-targeting needs to go away for MMOs. It is not. Back it is not yeah. 2001. You know what MMO you actually had a really good combat was ESO. Yes, ESO is great. So I'm hoping it's got a good camera angle. I'm hoping we can have lots of customization uh, options for our characters. Because uh, we apparently we will be playing planeswalkers, which is great, and traveling around to different planes, so that should be very interesting. Because of the way magic lore works, because you can travel from different worlds to different worlds, so you can make completely different biomes in this game that are like radically weird and different from one another, which is awesome. There's also a huge variety of enemy types you can add in. Um, PvP would make sense in this as well. <coughs> the the thing that I'm curious about is how they're going to work with color alignment because magic has the five colors but you can kind of mix and match any of them together so I'm curious to see if that's how that's going to function in terms of alignment for that for classes that type of stuff so I'm, I'm curious to see where they're going with this I want more information so that that's that's the thing that caught. That's how I feel about my... Godfall. There's already so many people that are like I'm in, and I'm like, I know like, nothing about it. it. I'm probably in. Let's be real. You say it's a yeah, looter. I'll, I'll, it's it's a, a slasher, like a looter shooter with with melee combat. Yeah, I'm gonna try you. I'm probably gonna want to try it, but I'm not just gonna blindly be like I'm buying that. That's the thing that happens all the fucking time. People see these yeah. release trailers and they're like, "Fuck yeah, I want to play it," and I'm just like, "Calm yourself, relax your face." You know nothing about the game. Just just like wait until showed, we get some information and maybe see a little like, bit of gameplay so you can understand what the fuck you're going to get before you're like all in and like fucking excited. Just just yeah. chill your face. Uh, all right. Like the game Everybody was like super excited for Anthem. Everybody was there was a pretty good amount of hype for Fallout 76. There was insert thing ever and it please Relax your face. Uh, it is a thing that needs to stop happening in gaming culture. Like everything gets super fucking overhyped, and then nothing ever lives up to yeah, expectations. That's why. That's why I'm looking forward to the beta for the Magic MMO because that'll give me a taste of the game, right? Um, and MMO betas are usually pretty robust, so you get yeah. to see yeah. what it's going to be like. Thank you for um, listening showed, to my rant. Like when that came out, when they announced that, I showed the girlfriend. She's like, "No," I'm like, "What?" She's like, "No, I'll never see you." <laughs> If there's an MMO based on magic, you're going to disappear. I'll never. I'm like, and I'm signed up for the beta. Oh, I need to do that. I have to make an account. I need to do that. You do. It's a very easy thing to do. Well, well, well yeah, but I know. I just need to make do it. Make an account and wait for info. 
So I'm, and because it's an MMO, they should have a pretty big test pool too, right? So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I'm excited for the Temtem early access. Yes, Temtem comes out. Uh, should be this month. We'll be able to get month. into it this month because well, you backed yes. the Kickstarter. I assume that my copy will still work. I assume. Probably would. I don't see why it wouldn't. See here. It doesn't really make sense as to why it wouldn't. Now, let me check my. Let me open up Steam. Do I still have Temtem? Yeah, I still have the Temtem Alpha. I assume that I can still play it, you know? Uh, excuse me. Temtem's really fun. For those of you that don't know what Temtem is, it's almost like a Pokemon game, but it's going to be an MMO <coughs> in the same kind of genre. And it's really fun. I played the Alpha a pretty good amount. It's a good time. Which Alpha? Temtem. Hmm. That, yes. is, that is a game that's coming out. I am excited. I'm going to be able to get into that this month because I have, thanks to Copper, okay. the Kickstarter so access, basically. For, uh, for Temtem, if you were not a Kickstarter backer, but you have backed the game previously through Steam and whatnot, um, it will be going into early access on January 1st on PC. Uh-huh. Uh, if you are a Kickstarter backer, uh, you do get a head start. So... Uh, they say, as usual, uh, you'll be among the first ones. They'll be able to test a new island and some of the new features coming in an early access. Uh, we're going to release new content update for the alpha you're already playing on December 12th, which was three days ago. Uh, and you'll be able to play that for a couple weeks till the early access launches. Oh, okay. So when the early access launches, is it is it going to reset everything? Because I want to start new. I want to... I want to. They will probably restart everything okay. come early access. Because I'm going to pick a different starter starting tem i want to pick the like fairy thing because i already yes so those who aren't familiar temtem is a pokemon like uh mmo yes uh there are they've basically removed all the rng that pokemon has on top of which they've also made fatigue a thing that your monsters suffer yes from it's and really good it's really good instead of having to manage your powerpoints so you can't just <laughs> spam one monster all the time yeah. also every single battle in the game is a double battle yeah, which is really fun because I remember pairing up. I got a lightning bug that shot electricity, and I had a really powerful move, but it would also hit my ally. So I also discovered I had another Tem who was completely immune to electrical damage, and then I paired them well together, and then the little lightning bug who did electrical damage would hurt everybody, including my ally, but it wouldn't hurt him because he was immune. But it wouldn't, it was yeah, a yeah, really it good, him, it, hurt. it was a really good synergy, um, and you don't really get to synergize stuff like that. In yeah, and then Pokemon. there's other abilities where... They'll have someone does this attack, and then this type of attack afterwards will actually make that attack more powerful because of the other attack that it went. Like, there's a lot of things they built into this game. It's uh, it's way harder than Pokemon yeah. for anybody who's interested uh, because they've removed all the RNG. You have to manage things tactically, and if you don't, you're going to lose. And yeah. As well as that, things are just more difficult off the start because it's great. It's like I they wanted just to make something hard. Genuinely had such a good time playing. I'm game. also curious to see, so companies are now finally, for some reason, understanding that people really want to MMO. Uh, game Freak is still not making one. Yep. Because I don't game know why. Freak. Well, guess Game didn't. Freak is uh, allegedly uh, them and the Pokemon company and Nintendo are trying to push something out every single year, and they're targeting the literal bottom line of market to 
mark market who they're supposed to market to. So they're making it yeah. for kids, which kids don't play MMOs, so they're not going to make one. Yeah. So uh we do have aside from Temtem, somebody else is stepping into the ring. So someone is gonna be making a MMO um based around the concept of things like Pokemon. Uh that isn't is it the isn't coming. it it's one of those people that made sword art, right? It is the people behind Black Desert. That's what I meant, not sword art. What the fuck? You know what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. So now Black Desert, aside from issues Endgame can have in that with you know pay to win types. You just material. you just like the waifu generator, don't worry. Um That's just the game thing. is the gameplay in the game is really good. I it played it for like an hour and it was cool. Oh, I lost interest very quickly though, because there's it's a very complicated game. It's holy shit. It is a yeah and collectors uh, is extremely yeah, because it's been out a while, right? So they just kind of they've added more and more systems and stuff. Yeah. So it's, Black Desert. Yeah. yeah. Black Desert's a Korean MMO. Yeah. It's it's complicated regardless. Yes, it yeah. was complicated but when it first also, came out. It's been out for years now, so it's they've added more applications to it. So also, Black Desert is the game. MMO with the best combat, actually. Yes, and the best waifu creator. Yes, their their character creator is insanely good. It's their actually insane. I remember when their character creator like came out before the game did. Yes, right. They released the yeah. And then it went they, wild. Because they showed the character creator and people are like, that's insane. I want to play with this. <laughs> so the dev was like, well, we're not quite done with the game yet for releasing, but Here you uh, go. we were able to take the code for the character creator and go, here's this as a thing you can just kind of play around with. And you I remember... I remember they released the video of it, and yes. that's when it blew up the internet. And everybody was like, "Have you heard about this Korean MMO? Yeah, they have yeah. the best character creator. They still do. <laughs> oh yeah, I, it is the most in-depth character creator. I spent hours on it and barely scratched the surface. Yeah, it's uh, I, there's so much you can you do. You can with straight it. up pose your character for custom poses, and I absolutely made mind flipping people off. Yeah. Uh, which, Sounds about right. Luckily, having I know how to animate using Maya and stuff, and this was way easier. Oh yeah, <laughs> it it's was like you can like pull and drag stuff. Yeah, yeah. very straightforward to use. And very, so, very posy. Yeah, so very posy. What, what they're gonna do with that concept, considering how good like because Black Desert is a good game, and it looks great. So I'm curious to see what they're gonna make. In terms of a Pokemon style MMO, so I'm I'm happy people are finally jumping on that bandwagon, and that's going to be getting. Yeah, there have been a couple of Pokemon MMOs available online yes. uh, previously, but the problem is that uh, Pokemon is not a super balanced game, uh, and they designed the MMOs around Gen Four. Uh, so every single player you ran into used dragon type Pokemon. Yep. And every single person had a Gensect. Like it was, a, I never actually touched them because I knew that fan stuff like that it gets kind of ridiculous. I have played a lot of custom Pokemon ROMs, which are great. <laughs> it does but, get ridiculous, yeah. and it also gets taken down. Yeah, no, they get taken down fast. Because most of them, and the reason why people thought, well, Tamtam's just going to get sued, is because all these other games had gotten sued and shut down because they all had previously used assets from the Pokemon games. Yeah, they were literally just they trying literally to make a Pokemon used, game they used that Pokemon. Yeah, they, yeah, they used Pokemon. They were they literally used assets. Yeah, so 
They use like, Pikachu and shit. This makes this uses like I was saying. There's like a lightning bug. Anybody it's gets really, different. really really mad at Nintendo for ne for suing these people for doing that. They if can. they don't, they uh, their copyright and their trademarks lose value. Yes, uh, and it weakens. Not only that, they can they can lose the ability to hold those copyrights. Exactly. And trademarks. They they lose the ability to hold it if they let people use it. It's the same so reason they, that Google is like stop saying Google stuff because so they're going to lose the ability to trademark their own name. Yeah. Well, the problem with Google is that their name is also a word. It is now. It always has been. It was yeah. a word before they used it. It's just not a word that was in common use because of what it is. Yeah. It's a mathematical term. So mm. yeah, like a Google Black, right? So. It's you know a you know it's a term for a ridiculously high number like it's a one so many zeros so damn I think I a bad a bad I have a Google a, of uh, money Velcro. please Velcro has to deal with that because uh yes. you have like you have Velcro straps uh yeah, which everybody calls Velcro it's, stuff it's Velcro. all Velcro but it's but it's, it's not because Velcro is actually a brand yeah it's they it's called hook and loop they actually uh. Velcro's lawyers released a, a song about please stop calling it Velcro. We're going to lose our branding. <laughs> We're going to lose our trademarks. And uh, they did a lot of cursing in the video too. It was great. That's kind of hilarious, actually. That's, that happens in when someone puts out a product that becomes synonymous with that product. That's what happens, right? If the name becomes synonymous, then they can. It weakens their trademark on it. Yeah, it weakens their ability to defend it. But as long as they're aggressive in it, they can still do so. Because yeah. as much as people want to say, well, it's part of the common lexicon. It's, no, no, it's a trademark brand. You just you just don't know any other brands except for them. Because Oh, yeah. No, they, they, they almost hold a complete monopoly on it. But oh, it's God, still yeah. like it's they're not the only people that make it. You can go to craft stores and find knockoff Velcro for way cheap. You can find something that's not even like a knockoff that's even more expensive than that works yeah. a little better, but it's more heavy duty for, you, for different uh, things. You, you ask any cosplayer, and they'll have like eight answers for you. Oh, yeah. Because that's it, it, that's what they do. Oh, man. Man, did anything else happen recently? Uh, uh, well, we had the launch of the new season in Destiny. That also occurred since we've been gone. Oh, man! Hey, guys, do you know who and my favorite character in Destiny lore is? Comfy's least Cave favorite six. character came back. Actually, uh, a lot of people's least favorite character came back, and then Comfy also hates, you know, Saint Fourteen for some reason because he's strange. Wait, who is who is his least favorite character? Uh, most people, most people's Osiris. least favorite character is Osiris. Osiris Why? Is Osiris is and cool. So P no, okay, Osiris is amazing in the lore, but the problem was with the implementation of Curse of Osiris, uh, Bungie yeah. made him a like an idiot yes. because he was. He's this incredibly competent in the lore. In the lore, we're gonna. I'm gonna also, can we talk about how? Remember how Bungie was like releasing lore up to the release of the new season, and then the new season mm -hmm. kind of contradicted it. When you hear some of the dialogue, some of the dialogue, it it did, it, and I was like, quite. "What?" It totally not did because they were talking about how they already knew some stuff and how him and like because Ikora sends you to investigate. And Ikor already had a conversation with Osiris in the lore. Like, well, hey, you fucked up. We got to fix this. He... <laughs> the conversation she had was we, we stopped the moon and then uh, we, we stopped the moon. And Osiris was like, okay, cool. 
click. Like, he literally hung up after that. Yeah, he, he hangs up. He doesn't actually he talk. Doesn't. No, 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 no. There's another one where they talk about having there to have a long one. talk later. They have a, uh, well, it's not actually all that long. Where she's no, like, no, 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 that, they, that they, they imply that they need to have a long talk later, but they have yes, a more in-depth they, conversation. They, yeah, they imply that they need to have a long talk. Well, he basically says, we need to have a long talk. <clears throat> and he basically outlines the fact that things are a little broken on Mercury, which is why we get sent to investigate. She's setting us to investigate what he was talking about. Yeah. Um, but he also mentions to her that this is what isn't the only thing that she should be focusing on. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, we'll talk later. And then hangs up on her again. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a dick. So Osiris in the lore was <clears throat> an incredibly competent warlock. One of the most powerful warlocks that ever lived. And the uh, warlock, the warlock uh, vanguard leader. The warlock vanguard leader until he was exiled. The hero of the Battle of Six Fronts who literally manipulated time so he could fight on all six fronts at the same time. Yeah. And uh, he did. like these were all really cool things. He went to the Infinite Forest uh, to investigate the Vex and was relatively competent during it. And then just basically Curse of Osiris shows up and he's like, oh yeah, I have no control over anything. Oh, the, the, like, the simulations are running away from me. I can't handle it right now. Like, like, he, was, he was so poorly written through that entire DLC. There's only one good line in it, uh, which I've said a million times. It was uh, practice is good whether you're a god killer or a neophyte. It says you sound like Shaxx. He says, no, Shaxx sounds like me. Like me. Yeah, yeah, love it. Which is, that's the only good line. Uh, this season already, he's had more good lines than that entire yes. DLC. He has good lines. The only good thing in Curse of Osiris was the opening cinematic, which shows him in like the. Oh yeah, that was really good. Glass. That was very good. Really good. Really well oh, done, and amazing. sets this huge bar. And then they're like, "Yeah," and we blew our load. See ya. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, but so, <sighs> I I am a very 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 big fan of Saint Fourteen. He's been my favorite character in the lore since he was introduced in Destiny One. Uh, and that's coming from a hunter main, so you know it means something. And it's I'm I'm really excited for more. We got to talk to him this week, and we completed the perfect paradox. Uh huh. We got and to go got to see him as a Saint baby 14. titan, and they finally did the thing where like, hey, we've met you in the past, where you're just starting out your career. Here's what our city looks like in comparison to yours. It's great. Mm. And oh yeah, here take this shotgun. Like. <laughs> We literally completed the perfect paradox, which was uh, on the perfect paradox. It's known for years in the lore. We're finally like uh, about about two years since the perfect paradox came out. And I want to point out, like the moment that this happened, like the moment we read the lore, me and my brother were like, "Okay, so we're gonna go back in time and give the gun to him." Yeah, yeah. The future. Yeah, we we all like basically figured it out. Also, at some point, I read somebody talk about how we are essentially the. The, we're the, the stranger. Yeah, we're the yeah, okay. we're the stranger from D one who kind of shows up and gives us a little bit of guidance and then gives us a cool gun, gun. and then leaves. And, then and I'm just kind of like, we don't huh. see them ever again. Okay, yeah, that's basically what we were to to him. Um, Bungie has but, been doing pretty good with um, uh, finishing up storylines now, so I'm glad come about that. Tuesday, we get to have him back. Uh, it also looks like because of glitches the game has, um, that he is going to be in the tower. He's he's going to be persistent in the tower and yes. uh, in the hangar. Yeah, really. So wow, yes. the hangar is going to be worth something. Like, was this a leak or no? It's a glitch. So there was a visual glitch in the game. 
Oh, and somebody saw Saint Fourteen. Oh, where his ship and his shotgun, which, like, basically his shotgun showed up in the same position it would be when it's on his back, and his ship showed up in the hangar where it's not supposed to be yet. So visual glitch basically spoiled that a little bit. Got it. I do want to point out that I've been running his ship and his shotgun since the season started, and I have no signs of stopping. I would have the ship on, except they don't have it on PC. I'm I don't think I had. You, I don't. I don't know if I have the shock. I don't have. I have the ship. I can't find like it. Like his ship, when I first got it on PlayStation, where I originally started playing, because immediately put it on PC later. It was the ship as soon as I got it? It's the only ship I ran because it was. Yep. So, it's so cool looking. Um, I grinded so hard for it's it. My, it's my favorite model, and it's got like the cool stripes, like like ribbons and stuff coming it's off it. Ribbon. And the ribbons mean something now in the lore. Yes, yes oh. which is awesome. That's amazing. Um, so I'm hoping to get it back from because you can get that ship to drop from the new engrams in this season. Yeah. So I'm hoping to get one of those uh, to drop the ship for me. Yeah, I was tell like people were asking me it's like, hey, can can you still get the ship? I was like, I if you can't get that ship this season, then Bungie has made a terrible, terrible mistake. Well, remember they've also made Eververse so that when you get stuff from Eververse, you're not going to get duplicates. So if you already yeah. have that item in your collections. Even if you don't have the physical item, it's just in your collection stuff. You should not get that item again until you've got everything. Yeah. Which makes it easier to fill out your collections, <sighs> which is great, which is something you want from this type of thing. Yes, I love that. So I'm super, because I have a lot of the ships already, so I'm yeah. super hoping I get the, the pitch and the drop. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have the dawning starts on Tuesday, and yeah, we uh, we get some lore about a character that we haven't heard lore about in a year. Yes, no, that I don't want to go into because that I don't is need that. That, uh, that I'll count that as spoiler territory. That is spoiler data mine territory. So got it. Um, Man, it's very interesting. It's I find very it hilarious depressing. that uh, I know I know what you're talking about. That I know, uh, for example, Rocket Bear is going to grind the hell out of the Donning until he gets his Polar Bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was nothing I saw bear. that I liked that I'm like, yes, please. please. The Polar Bear yeah. Sparrow looked neat. Uh, the Snow Globe Ghost is is pretty nice looking, but I, I don't really care if I don't get either. I'll probably end up getting the Sparrow at least. Because uh, you tend to earn the Holiday Sparrow from doing stuff. Uh, the armor is eh, okay. I have not been a fan of, like, I don't know. I haven't really been a fan of any of the ornaments this season. I don't know. Well, the seasonal ornaments for Satan-14's armor, like, with, like, the Titan stuff, for example, is so good-looking that that's what I'm going to be wearing. Like, I know it, so. I might wear the chest piece. I might wear the chest for the ornament, but that's about it. I don't like the other stuff. I love the arms of the Titan. Um Uh. I'm also like I don't know what like the warlock stuff obviously is different. Uh, yeah, the warlock stuff I don't really care for. Granted, I don't have a hunter or titan at the moment. The titan so. stuff probably looks the best, but it also makes sense because the Saint fourteen is a titan, so it's sure. not a hard shift over, right? I wish the ornaments gave a spiky armor. Holy crap, do I want that spiky Saint fourteen armor? I'll give you, I'll give you spiky armor. I don't know how I would do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. I'm looking forward to Tuesday when that stuff comes. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, other than that, it's just doing work stuff and holiday stuff, as you know, everybody does this time of year. I really fucking love the new Warlock in Destiny. Like, the new Solar Warlock oh, yeah. changes. Super fun. The changes. Love it. Oh, that's a somewhat related thing to to Destiny. Uh-huh. Um, 
if you are followers of D and D. Oh, isn't isn't there like a like... so the D and D Destiny stuff has gone into somewhat public release for testing. There's a link. So it's called the D and D Destiny Project. <clears throat> Basically, they're they have gone through and made a player's guidebook for classes and all that stuff. Um, there's a bestiary for enemies. There's a game master thing. They're going to be doing testing groups and stuff. Very cool. It's basically Destiny as D and D. Nice. It's pretty cool. I like that. That's very cool. Yes, and you're you're not like they've done a little more work than you would have expected. Like it's not just <clears throat> there are basically three major classes then as normal, and then your subclasses, right? Which you pick to each. Right. Um, your races are not just human. Awoken and Exo, though it's there's also Helsinki, Cabal, Scions, and I think Vex maybe as well. So there's that's some variation weird. there. That seems <clears throat> some of them make sense, like the Cabal. Okay, I can see that. Same thing with the Scions, um, especially the Helsinki. They make a lot. Of yeah, the Helsinki stuff. is the only. Which for those of you who don't know, that's a fucking that's the Fallen. That's the name of the Fallen before they became the Fallen. Yeah, um, that's, that's their actual that's, species name. Yeah, and they were actually, you know, brought up by the traveler before us, like quite literally. So it kind of makes sense that they could might they could reacquaint with the light and become yes. guardians. But co- co- the Vex definitely, uh, I don't think so. The Vex, no, that, that would really make, make a ton of sense. Um, the Cabal does because they're basically just I could see it. They're sentient. Species, right? There's there's. They're, I mean, well, the Vex are sentient too, but you know what I mean. Um, they're yeah, but the Vex are a hive mind type thing. So. Yeah, but yeah, that's definitely. Um, but yeah, so that that, that really wouldn't fit. Yeah, and you know, as with any uh, role playing stuff, you can always um, allow and disallow different things. Uh, right. That thing I posted for you, Dale, is has like their their feedback stuff, um, and a few different files, things like the. The public release of the what's basically the monsters manual, the game master's manual, and there's a PDF for the player's handbook as well. Got so it. If you're sitting cool. in Dale's chat, well, you can hit that link, and you can just hit that link to check that out. It's a very interesting thing. They put a lot of work. You could just go to dndestinyproject.com and you can yep. find it. You can figure it out. Use use your um search bar of choice. I didn't say Google. Look at that. Um. What is so, yeah. Chrome it though? I mean, really? I mean, I don't know. A search bar. You could go to Bing. What are we doing? We're no we're, goes to Bing. We're Bing and stuff. You're being porn. That's it. Yeah, you're Bing and porn. If you're looking for porn, use Bing because it makes sense. Why? Because nobody else is gonna see your history. That okay? Yeah. Gotcha. Man, all <laughs> so you know, uh, we, were, we were talking about the D and D Destiny project just went uh, into their public thing for testing. Oh, nice. Yeah, we should try that out. I do should, actually. I, that would be very interesting to try out. I still want to do. I, I still want to try to get a weekly pe- group of people doing D and D. Yep. So do yeah, I. Um, I'm in one now already, but I'd like to do another one that is not like it is either Pathfinder 2.0 or something like this, right? Something a little bit different. I'd like to do, uh, like just get a group of people online and we can stream it and have a good time. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm up for that. Um, we streamed our last game that was streamed. 
uh, uh-huh. group I'm in. Then that was on uh, Saka's channel, right? No, it wasn't Saka that was streaming it. It was uh, over normal. Saka was supposed to join us for that thing, but the weekends are difficult for Saka because that's one of the few times he gets suspended with his daughter because got it. A kerfuffle going on with him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but he was going to sit in to see how our group is going along because he's uh, our DM that we have for that group. DMs two groups, uh, one with that I'm part of and one with Saka. So he's running two groups simultaneously, which is why he can't run a third group. Otherwise, I would have asked him to run a third. Um, and we're running parallel campaigns, so we're each running what is essentially the same campaign. But our groups are kind of the way we were split originally is that one group was the group who were like, you know, I want to do diplomacy and you know, be nice and good and that type of stuff. And our other group was, uh, we call ourselves Team Ends because we're like, eh, the ends justify the means. We'll get shit done. And we're filled with a lot more savory characters. Like we have a lizard folk who just ate a guy after we had tortured him. Uh, my character is sounds about right. literally a death priest. Yeah. There, so it's things like that. You so. would be. You would be a death priest. Uh, it's one of the strongest cleric classes. And clerics in 50, especially in low, really difficult to kill. So I chose a class that is very hardy and difficult to kill. It has a lot of versatility because our group has a bunch of new players in it as well. So uh-huh. in case they got into trouble, I would be able to cover and make sure that the characters didn't die. Got it. Which is something I kept in mind. So mm-hmm. I'm trying well, to make sure can, that I don't. If we can find a DM. Over people. Yes, the DM is always the hard part to it's always the so because the thing is is I I could try, yes. But that's the thing is I'm a very I'm I'm a very mediocre DM. I do a I am good at improv, but that's about it. I'm not good at writing overarching stories and stuff. So that leads to uh, some weird shenanigans. But I would absolutely love to like we can try to. Talk to some people. The problem is we need to find a DM who's also familiar with Destiny. Yes. No. Uh, the previous DM that we could have used, I don't think she's as familiar with Destiny as she is with Dungeons and Dragons. So. Right. Yes. Um, but I'm sure we can find somebody. Oh, I'm I'm sure we can if we look around. Someone who, I I bet I could. I think I think I know a couple people I could reach out to for it. Great. Uh, so we can try. But no, hey, all that stuff's free. They're looking for test stuff out, so yeah, you know, feedback's good. I don't know how they'd ever launch this, like officially. Is the thing? Uh, they really can't. Fun fact: yeah. me and someone else were working on another version of this because we weren't a huge fan of how this one translated exactly. Yeah. Uh. We made it through most of the classes, but we haven't been able to do the bestiary and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of important. It, it is. We, it's kind of difficult because he was uh, he was really busy and I was really busy, So, and we were also both living 300 miles away from each other. Which so is always difficult, yeah. It, and so, like, we, when we got together, we literally had, like, cork boards and stuff and, like, red string. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. It was kind of hilarious. But yeah, this was that was we're both into D and D, so we were definitely trying to do that. Uh, but hey, that 
Destiny's a cool Bungie game. Are there any other good Bungie games that came out recently? No, actually. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I mean, Halo Reach hit PC, but it's... Yeah, I haven't played it on PC. I hear I'm not hearing great things. I'm hearing it just doesn't age well, which makes sense, you know. That's um, it, hap heard, it happens. So it there fucking happens. There are two camps with this game. Yes, there are people who are like meh, and it didn't age well, and you have people like Comfy who are like, "This is the best thing ever." Oh my god, I haven't played uh, it yet. I'll, I want to play it. I want to be able to play it with my <laughs> wife, but she needs to get a headset for her Xbox. Context: Halo Reach was uh, my favorite Halo game. Uh, it has the best campaign uh, in Halo. Period. It's completely standalone. It's unique, and it has a great cast of characters. Uh, it was a completely redesigned engine. The weapon skills are really fun. The sorry, the armor abilities are really fun, uh, and it's just. It's super well done. The custom game modes in it were peak Halo, in my opinion, uh, which we're unfortunately don't fully have that on PC yet, but we are getting it eventually. Uh, and stuff from Xbox can be transferred to PC, so we can get stuff from there. And I know there's discords and groups where people have that. Uh, Halo plays a lot more like Doom than it does Call of Duty in the sense that you don't sprint, it moves a little bit slower, and you don't aim down sights. And those things feel dated to a lot of people. Yeah, the sprint in the game is actually a power you can have. It's it's an armor ability. Yeah. So, which is, like, it's better, it's better than nothing. And it feels really good when you're using it in, like, infection and stuff. But there, there's other armor abilities that are way more fun, like the deployable bubble shield, armor lock, jetpack, uh, evades. And like I really like Halo Reach for everything that it is. It's one of my favorite games, and playing it finally in 60 frames per second is awesome. <clears throat> I think keyboard on it feels good. Uh, it, it, it's done well for me. I'm happy with it, but I 100% understand people that say it's too dated. Yeah. Uh, disappointing, but I know exactly what they mean by it. Because wait, did you just validate somebody else's opinion, even though you disagree with it? Wow, you're a yeah. monster! You didn't just berate them and call them wrong. Jesus Christ, how dare you! Yeah, God damn it, this is the internet. Jesus sorry. Christ, comfy. I I'm think sorry, the I'm fact sorry. that you want to approach things diplomatically and not just call people dumbasses, I you're a dumbass. Um, wow. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> obviously, uh, I'm joking, and I. I think yeah. more people would think like Comfy. Uh. No, like it's it's. I 100% understand the criticisms. Yeah. Like I I listened to the jam and they were all like it's dated. I don't like playing. I was like yeah, I get it. I really do. Halo feels slower because uh over the last couple years games have sped up a lot. Like yes. yeah. Have you played Titanfall? That game is like moving at mock speed. And that's that's one of my favorite games too. Like Titanfall Two, you move super super fast, and it's almost jarring. And you look at other games like you have Titanfall like that. You have Destiny where you're moving quickly and jumping around and doing all these weird abilities. And going back to Halo where it's very, it's much slower and more methodical. Yeah, is it 
it's different and a lot of people don't like going back to that but i absolutely love it oh i'm trying to think if we did anything else cool yeah i don't i don't think so uh no we i've been just playing i i've i don't even am i even a variety streamer anymore i haven't played anything but destiny (laughs) in like two months i don't know you want to play some gary's mod we just did that a couple weeks ago I know. Want to do it again? I did do Jackbox. I mean to do more Gary's mod. Like I want to keep doing the beard oh, and butts Jackbox Wednesday, or like the the beers on Fridays, and just kind of fuck around with people who are around. That's kind of the goal. Yeah. Like I have Left for Dead that I want to do. Maybe more. Maybe more Warhammer. Maybe you know, just like you know, make a list of fun games that I have yeah. that are fun with buddies, and just kind of like be like, we're gonna put these in some sort of rotation. Uh, what do you want to play this week? Kind of, kind of thing. Yeah. If you want to participate in those community nights, have them on PC, uh, or just hang out and chat. You know. And hey, I uh, I spent a lot of effort setting up a Gary's mod server so we can make not so we can play not only TTT, but we can throw in prop hunt and other fun games like that. Cool, that sounds fun. We'll have to do that. Hundred percent. We will do that. <clears throat> um, also, deceit. I want to play. I didn't really. I'll re-download it. I could totally. I'd be down to re-download it for some shenanigans. Sure. So it's a it's a good shenanigans game. It's one yeah. of those ones where if you have six people who all know each other, it's real good. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I think we're all looking yeah. forward to the this week in Vinland Saga. We're gonna have two episodes to cover. Um, mm-hmm. we're looking forward to doing more Destiny things. Going to save save fourteen's life apparently. How are we gonna I'm fuck so the? Excited. And we're gonna fuck the timeline. We fucked the timeline already. How are we gonna fuck the timeline more? Like, what is? So technically, we don't. If he comes yeah, back I mean... at this, so here's the thing. Uh-huh. When we met Sweet Fourteen when he was dead. He was dead at that point in time because he uh-huh. died in the past, right? Right. Now, there's nothing to say that this point in the future, which is past the point where we were in the past where we thought he was dead. That he can't come back now, live for a really long time, and then to make sure the timeline stays intact, goes back into the Vex network at some later point and dies, and then we find him at that point. So technically, we're not screwing with the timeline as long as he comes back to die. Yeah. But that's the question is when does he go back to die? Does he go back at the end of the season? I mean, in the- the technically, the we already so- screwed with the timeline because we went and met him in the first place. So like well, that, that that, that was how the timeline we... actually worked. See, but timeline, the, the, Destiny's had a fucked timeline from the beginning. In like time the... is not made out of lines; it is made out of circles. You're a circle. That is why clocks are round. That is why my clock has a slide because we're gonna fix it with lead. I don't know what I'm saying. We're just <laughs> saying random. I'm haunted. <laughs> Time's haunted. Yes. All right. People who aren't Destiny alerts who listen to this podcast are like, the fuck are these guys ranting about again? We always go on about Destiny shit and they're always probably confused. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Jackbox was really funny. Nope. We can't do more Doodle games. It was really funny two nights ago. No more drawing games in in Jackbox. We cannot allow it. No, actually, you know what? We should all pick up. What's that? I think I think that us three and we should get a couple more people should pick up uh, tabletop simulator and start playing uh, board games. Ah, yeah, I'd love to do that. Actually, I love games. I I actually just ordered like in real life. I just ordered Coup and like One Night Ultimate Werewolf, trying to pick up games for parties and stuff. 
I have four thousand dollars. Copper, did you die? I'm not even kidding. You have four thousand dollars in games, probably. Um. Oh, more than more than four. Sitting behind me on shelves. I I believe that I have a I have a friend who has that where he's just so many so many games. Some of them, some board games are really expensive. That's yeah. the thing, right? Like some of them are quite, quite pricey. I have a few that are. Yeah. Or a couple of my games are for a hundred dollars, and I have. Then there, that's not even take into account um, the value added over time for some things. Like I have a little card game <coughs> that was twenty bucks when I picked it up. Yeah. Comes in a can. Uh, if you went to buy that on, um, somewhere now, it'd be about three hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh-huh. because it is gone out of print and the only way to get it is from someone who has that game the, the, the few that are remaining that have not been bought by anybody, the prices have gotten insanely high for them, because board games have very limited runs, and if they become popular, they're insanely difficult to get so it drives the price through the roof yep, I was, I've been me and my brother were looking at board games because uh, if we're going to a Christmas party and want to bring some, so he's bringing like exploding kittens I'm bringing coup we were looking at nice. other stuff that we could pick up, and man, it is it is difficult to find uh, it's difficult to find those. But luckily, uh, the Steam Workshop exists for Tabletop Simulator, so you can find a lot of those games for free. Yes, there's a bunch of them that are on there. You can just uh, use that to play. Um, on Steam, there's a game called Mellow that is also very very good. Um, it is a board game, like a digital board game. If someone has sixty bucks and wants to buy a four pack of this, I think we can make this a week a weekly thing. Four pack of which game? Tabletop. Tabletop. Is it only sixty bucks for a four pack? Sixty bucks for a four pack, twenty bucks for your individual. So it wouldn't make sense for us to buy it all separately if we wanted to do that. I'd literally throw money your way to make it cheaper. Oh yeah, look at that. It's twenty one. That's like sixty six. 6649 cuz we could do like different weekly tabletop games that are all like unique. Yes. True. Now the thing with tabletop simulator is that you kind of need to buy games as well. Um, yeah. But the games aren't too expensive. They're like usually 8 bucks. Um and only one person I think has to has have the game. Some some of the games are 5 bucks, some of them are 6 yeah. 7 bucks. But those are like Depends Those are some games. Like, um, I can go through and tell you which of these games are good too, because I own a good number of games and yeah. about them. Like, uh, if you like 4X games, the uh, the uh, Legends of Drift system is good. Uh, Blood Rage is a really good game. Uh, like, Difficulture, I think, is and- one of the ones on here. Yep, there it is. There. Um, and so also, like... uh, you can look on the Steam Workshop and people port games there as well. Yes, they do. Yeah. So there's a lot of games. So on Steam if I'm looking top of all time, uh, they have like Cards Against Humanity ported, Uno, uh, um, Settlers of Catan. Multiple people made Settlers of Catan. Monopoly, Clue, uh, like Life. Very cool. D&D 5e stuff. Like, There's a lot. Did. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, there's a lot of. Yeah, I found two. Yeah, and like that. That's that's just how it works. So people will port this stuff so that you can play it with your friends who are very very far away from you. Oh, they have role playing games and things. Yeah, no, there's there's a bit of everything. Like that's that's something we should uh, definitely look into if we want to have like because I think game nights are a great time. Yep. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff here for for game like tabletop simulator. If you look like. Azul. Yu-Gi-Oh! Dungeon uh, Vice Monsters? Yeah, okay. Five-Minute Dragon. Ooh, Everdell is on there. That is such a good game. Oh, I found the Binding of Isaac game. Neat. Dun- the lots of Dungeons and Dragons stuff that people have made. Oh, Bloodborne, the card game. I think there's a Bloodborne uh, board game, too. There is. Uh, Unstable uh, Unicorns. Game and have you guys there. ever heard of Unstable Unicorns? I have not. Holy I like shit. Heard of it, but I it's don't know what it stupid is. Stupid fun. It's actually it's a really silly card game. It's very fun. I believe they have it on tabletop simulator. It would be one that I would want to play. It's it's uh, it's I hilarious. See Munchkin Trivial Pursuit. Maybe it was a mod. Let me Pathfinder One Hive. Cash and Guns is a good game. Um Yu-Gi-Oh! Starter Decks. Uh yeah. I I would love to have us meme with Yu-Gi-Oh! That'd be oh, so man. funny. Okay, Steam Workshop. Unstable Unicorns plus Expansions and Rules. They have the Portal Board Or Tabletop Simulator. It's a, it's a Steam Workshop thing. Nice. Sorry. Betrayal at House on the Hill. Wait, what? Adventure. What? what? Are you searching this or do you see it? I see it. Yes. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure deck building game and expansion. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's a lot. I can't do that. that. That is literally a thing that is on there in the world. I uh, I love it. Yeah. Catan, of course. Card Change Humanity, of course. Uh, Stardust Crusader Tarot Deck. Tarot Deck and Poker a... Chip. Joking oh. Hazard is on there. Timeline. Uh, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes him. Consulting Detective. Uh, Key Forge is on there. Holy crap, we are seeing finding a lot of games that we would want to play. JoJo's Bizarre RPG. Oh my gosh. You know I'll have to make you play a JoJo's game at some point just for the memes, right? I'll do the deck building one. Oh, Exploding Kittens, dope. Yeah, oh, Kagami uh, Battles. Okay, this, can I get? I I think this is something we look into. Hold on, I'm gonna... The Rick and Morty board game. Yeah, there's a lot of different shit we could do with that. Apples to apples, guess who? Fan service no playing card with a bunch that. of anime girls. Please, no. Go. Uh, Star Wars. All the Star Wars board games I've seen on here. Okay, see if, that, if this works as a link for you. Yeah, all right. Nice. Well, we've kind of ranted for a long time about. We, we just we went yeah. off. On welcome to the welcome to the tabletop <laughs> simulator podcast. Um. Anyway, guys, next week, two episodes oh, of Vinland Saga, it. and then the first three episodes of what is it? ReZero. ReZero. Okay. Is that where? Where can I watch that? Is it on Netflix? Crunchyroll. That's a oh, Crunchyroll. Crunchy <laughs> is there so a dog? So, Comfy, the, the link I sent you is very anime, as you kind of noticed. Oh, I see it. That, that cover. Very art, anime. For that, that uh, picture there, the box cover, yeah. is actually my desktop. 
<laughs> it's like one I character believe... is on one monitor, the other character is on the other. I can right. see Love Letter. That's a great. That's a great game too. I'm gonna. We're gonna. Oh my gosh. We're gonna. We're gonna have to do this. I'm down. Um. But anyway. So next week, more two and a half weeb shit. It's gonna be fun. Uh, comfy. Where can people come say hi to you on the internet? Uh, you can see me at mixer.com slash comfamous, uh, Twitter at comfamous, Instagram at comfamous. And uh, you can find my address at uh, just just put just put a beep right there, like like a long beep, and then end it right there and start laughing. Ha ha ha. Got it. Oh, I love Dale's laugh. It's so genuine. Yeah, so I mean, I'm so glad. Yeah, maybe when people make actual funny jokes, it is. So you never laugh at yourself. Gotcha. I mean, I'm hilarious. I don't know about you hey guys. Hey guys, I just want you to know, in a tabletop simulator, somebody added vapes that you can use to just make the room smoke. Oh my god. All right. Copper, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> uh, you can find me at Copper Lion Art and Copper Lion Designs. Um, and you can easily find me at copperlionsdesigns.com you're looking for any design work for, you know, overlays, uh, stream element stuff, headers, merch. Merch has been a big one of late. If you yeah. want him to make you a hentai character, he will. He will totally make you that. Uh, as he's done Ooh. with many of our friends recently, playing stupid Jackbox games. It's He didn't make anybody a hentai character. Made Zod's floppy a hentai character. <laughs> yes. Hey well, Dale, where can people way. find you? Uh, you can find me on the internet at mixer.com slash Mr. Vengeance and then on Twitter and the Instagram at underscore Mr. Vengeance. Uh, yeah, um, don't forget if you enjoy the podcast, leave a review and stuff if you can. It helps a lot. Uh, let us know where you listen from. Let us know what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy. Um, Know that we appreciate you yeah, guys we listening. Like to hear from people, so yeah, yeah, yeah hit us what up. What do you like? What Let don't us you know. like? What can we do better? Don't say Dale's voice. That's just me. We we can't change it. We tried. Actually, you probably can. Um. <laughs> Dang it! You forgot he had that, didn't you? I forgot he had that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We will see you again soon. Enjoy your weeks. Bye. Bye. I'm going to go post Socket's new thing of the day.